are listening to You and the Truth, where we will give you the truth face-to-face. Now what you do with it is up to you. Hey guys, welcome to You and the Truth. I am Ralph, and I am here today with my good buddy, Mike Essen. Mike is South Florida's conservative voice. He's been on the radio now for a bunch of years. I think it's, what, 20, 20, 30 years, Mike? Is that, mm-hmm. is that right? 25, around 20, maybe 25 soon. Next yeah, year, 25 next year. years. And I love listening to him. Very knowledgeable man, uh, just a wonderful person. And we're going to talk tonight about a very sensitive subject, depending on how you look at it. Um, and it, it, we're going to talk about abortion and, and we're going to make the case for life. So, Mike, I'm going to hand this over to you. And then, you know, once in a while, I'll ask you a question here and there. Um, but it's your show, buddy. Go for it. Thanks so much, Ralph. I want to say that I, I, I speak from experience. I have been involved in the pro-life movement 37 years, longer than a lot of us have been alive. I've hosted two ta- – I've been proud to host two um, pregnancy center dinner tables. I've debated this issue a lot, including against fame, the top feminist attorney, Gloria Allred, and atheist rabbi himself, who's been who's taken this to court, Barry Silver, in his temple, and her on my show with ease. I've act, I, I support – I'll – Actually, go to their website now, humanlifefl.com, a human life protection amendment. I'm a pro-life abolitionist, which means no exceptions, no time. Abortion is clearly the fourth worst thing that, that, that has happened. I mean, the, the first one's not in America, but it's in a league with the Holocaust, the inter- Japanese internment camps, slavery, and now this. It is a massacre of 60, 60 million children based on two lies I want to touch on Ralph that, that have that really started this you hear often about what oh, they say it's a woman's body that's like their whole argument that she can do what she wants with her body this is an argument I have a different refutation than most people not only can she not do it I can't either because hard drugs take cocaine or heroin we can't do that to ourselves no streaking is illegal everywhere but Nevada prostitution is it should be and also, as I recall, when we own the car on the floor, we have to wear seatbelts. So that's a lie. So I just negated their argument. And when it affects other people, that's really out of the question. I mean, to violate someone else's body, to kill it, that is strictly, that's massacring innocent babies who, by the way, they really, to me, a first trimester abortion, because I'm pro-life. I, human life begins conception. That's a scientific fact. It's called biology. You go to a biology book. The difference between me at 52 and that cell conception is I'm 52 years older. And also, um, 70 to 80% of, or 90%, excuse me, of abortions happen around the first trimester. And that's human, as Shakespeare would say, murder, mastering a human being is mat, under any other name is mastering a human being. And another thing that the anti-life crowd does, Ralph, you know how they say, well, it's a, it's a fetus, it's an embryo, it's a zygote. This is very important because those are stages of life. There's no such animal as an embryo or a fetus. There's a there's a rhinoceros and a dog have fetus and embryos too. But there's also a toddler. There's a senior citizen and a teenager. And to draw any – and to save and, – and, and there's two places – there's two lines people draw a lot who are – I call them like – kind of the incrementalist pro-lifers, which I'll get to, and even pro-abortionists who don't follow through on this. They say a child in the womb is not human because well, they don't call it that, but I'm just saying because it can't feel pain and because it's not viable. Well, 
here's the thing. Why There's no reason why they say from any divine source those are the standards. And that is as absurd as saying that a, fi- that a, that a one-year-old is not human because he can't speak or a... Or a 10-year-old's not human because it hasn't reached puberty. We all go through stages in life. And also, the second lie is the right to privacy. You've heard about that all the time. There is no right to privacy in our Constitution. Someone show, someone will, no one will show it to me if I challenge it to because you're not going to see it. This was created in 1965 in a case called Griswold versus Connecticut. And that led to Roe versus Wade. And they should hang their heads in shame of 65 and 70. Three, and thank God this was reversed. It's not everything we want. I mean, and I'm, I also want to say I'm disappointed in the Republican Party in Florida at this because, honestly, the heartbeat bill stops about, I'd say, I'm being kind, like, like 40% of abortions. So millions of kids are still dying in the womb. That's step for pygmy. You have super majorities outlaw it all. Yeah, Mike, this is such a touchy subject. Let me let me just ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're Jewish. Yes, I am. Okay, I, I'm a Christian. Yes, you are. I, I am not your typical Christian. I uh, was raised Catholic, whatever that means. Um, mm-hmm. I believe religions are man-made. Mm-hmm. Look, but here's here's a specific question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you say to Christians? And there are a lot of Christians who 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 people who profess to believe in God, whether they're Jewish, Christians, Mormons, whatever, that are pro-abortion. What do you say to someone like that? Well, first of all, I, I'm going to point to a couple passages that show that they are that they're not following that they're using what they call cafeteria religion. It seems to be very convenient for these people, whether they're. Catholic, Protestant, or Jewish, you notice when they like a verse, they don't stop quoting you. When they don't like a verse, they either twist it or say, well, it was translated. So you're God, not, not the guy who wrote the Bible. In Exodus 21, 22, something like that, someone murders, kills a woman, and there's an unborn child there, and he's charged with killing two people. In Jewish law, they, they mourn, and I'll talk about, they mourn a uh, miscarriage, and only I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to why I don't make this an exception for this later. To save the life of a mother, will they allow it? Christianity, Jeremiah gave prophecies in the womb, and it's, and also and also, um, you know, the science is very clear. So it's it is a religious and a scientific argument. I think I made my so that's just the case. So when Raphael Warnock is a pastor and Jane Fonda, may she oh what a scumbag is a professed Christian. I, I don't, only between her and God, know, or him and God know that. And Jewish people are saying as part of Jewish law, seems like they, seems like they're lying, first of all, or they're, they're, they're quoting obscure passages that they're clearly, that they're twisting, or they're just believing what they want to believe. Remember, if you pick and choose, you're God, not the divine source. Yeah, but you know, like, we all have a God. Every single one of us. Now, it, it may not be the God of the Holy Bible, as I refer to him, God of the Holy mm-hmm. Bible, just to make sure that we're talking about the same God. I refer to him as the Holy, God, yes. the, right, the God of the Holy yeah. Bible. Yes. Everybody has a God. Some, some, you know, they have Allah, uh, money. Money is some people's God. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Drugs, Free. sex, gambling, whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're, here's my take, whatever it is that you're obsessed about in life, that is your God. This is why 
the God of the Holy Bible says, I am to be your only God and, mm-hmm. and your head will bow and your knees will bend to me. But, but here's my point on this. Mm-hmm. I, these people who, and there's, I bet millions of them that, that profess to be the believe in God and the Holy Bible and they're Christians and they're Catholics, whatever religion they choose. I don't believe in religion because I believe religions are man-made. Mm-hmm. Um, but those people that profess to be of a certain religion, and profess to uh, believe in the God of the Holy Bible, and then they are uh, pro-abortion. To me, these are these are sh- these are are wolves in sheep's clothing. Absolutely. J- just, yeah, be- just because you say something, Mike, it doesn't mean that you are that. For example, if I said to myself, "I'm I'm going to put on uh, some blue tights and a red underwear and wear a red cape," that doesn't make me Superman. You see? No, you're making an imposter like these people are. I want to put a side note to this, Ralph. I think this is also important. I want, if I could digress or stay on the abortion topic and what you're saying, but get a new spin on it. There's a group out there. If you're, even if you're an atheist, Nat Hentoff was a liberal atheist on every issue but this. I believe mm-hmm. Nat Hentoff. And there's a group called Secular Pro Life. I say, come on in, baby, and save the preborn. Science alone proves what I'm saying. I, when I debate this, it's just me. It's not better or worse. I don't even use religion because I don't need to because I have to appeal to people who may not believe what I believe. And Jews are 2% of the population. That's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of you guys. So, yes, so both religion and science confirm it, which doesn't, which happens more than people think, but this is clear as clear as crystal. I, I wanna, if I can say something, because I, I want to follow up, if I may, about the exceptions, you know. Sure, which, sure. by the way, about the rape and the life of the mother. Mm-hmm. I, I will get into that. Um, I make no exceptions. I will tell you why. First of all, I think they're straw men because the pro-abortionists use that. But let's say they had the yes, they have those exceptions. They still wouldn't support banning it. But let's talk about rape. I'm, I would never def- minimize the trauma of rape. But, but this is what I will say. An unborn child whose father is such a heinous, evil person committed that horrible act. That child is just as valuable as someone who's not conceived in rape. And to think that's going to heal that, and the woman's trauma should be dealt with. But there's no evidence at all, or there's no even logic in thinking that killing her unborn child is going to heal that trauma. That trauma's going to be there, and she should deal with it. And by the way, Pearl Bailey, and someone I, a couple, someone I had on my show named Rebecca Kiesling, Save the One, and many people have been born in the cases of rape, and by their logic, why not... If, if that's the standard for where the people live or die, why not, why not just go out and just show someone after they're born? It makes no sense. Now, what if the woman's life's in danger? You hear about this a lot. That would have been, well, let me make it a little more clear. The mother of the baby, they say, you've heard that. 30 years ago, I could have seen that as a reasonable argument. But let me understand, explain something about that. That's like, that's like debating today whether Martians are coming in my room or something is completely impossible. The only way, with the technology is so advanced, getting more advanced, sonograms are even a child's play compared to what they can do with medical, with medical necessities, that the doctor will never, could never have that, have that direct option unless he is either incompetent or evil. It's not the same world as when that was debated. And an ectopic pregnancy is not an abortion. This is very important. As people will... The pro-abortionists lie about everything. They're, they're all emotion, Ralph. You know that. 
But when you direct, when you save the mother in an ectopic pregnancy, you're not de- deliberately killing a preborn child. Mm-hmm. And I want to say something, if I may, about you know what I mean by incrementalists, don't you? Yes. The pro-life incrementalists, Ralph. Yes. I, 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 I but, but Mike, why don't you ex- explain that to the because a lot of people may not know what what you mean by that. Sure. Incrementalists will say chip away at the little thing, six of the twenty week ban, half a loaf, not a full loaf, do the heartbeat bill, but don't go the whole nine yards. You know, first of all, I used to get very angry in the nineties when this was kind of all they talked about was par- partial birth abortion. And no but here's the thing. That to me, with that logic, with that logic, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a second step to this. That's like saying in the Holocaust. We will eliminate Auschwitz, but keep Dachau and Treblinka open. You think that guy's that guy's as bad as the Nazis, or as slavery will will erase slavery in, in, in Kentucky, but keep it in Georgia? That's the incrementalist position. Uh-huh. It's even it's even so it's even much. And the point is, when they say as slogans don't impress you. You want a loaf for half a loaf? I want to. Uh-huh. I rather half, but damn, I'm hungry and people are dying. Yeah, and yeah. also, you know, they say. They say we're not going to win. We're not going to win. You know, if Mark, it'll hurt the pro-life cause. They say because it loses. Well, let me tell you something. You you know how Martin Luther King ended segregation, and Ronald Reagan ended the Cold War. They told him the same exact things. They lost a lot of battles. I mean, remember if anyone remembers the eighties, there was a there was a communist resistance movement called the Contras Nicaragua that was shot down. And even aid to freedom fighters in Afghanistan. They told me it's crazy for keeping SDI. They voted against it, which is the missile defense intercepting system. And boom, no one even knows the Soviet Union is today probably in, in, in under 30 because he ended the Cold War because he, he, he was a abolitionist against communism, not an incrementalist. Martin Luther King, they thought was crazy for fighting. I mean, this is before I was born. I mean, I, I was, I'm glad I wasn't born in the sixties. It wasn't, it's not a decade I look fondly about because I know something about history. We had bathrooms, white only, black only, so-called separate, but equal. And really, I mean, lynchings and everything. He fought that to the core. He lost a lot of battles. He was in prison. He was beaten, but he won. So I, I think I would be more like those two guys, not like people who keep the how closed and trembling open. So the argument as to see my argument is very simple. If if I believe in God, the God of the Holy Bible, this is mm-hmm. where I'm coming. Mike, I, I'm a very I, I try to be a, a very simple person. I try to boil things down. I learned I did trial work and I always try to boil down the issues to the core and, and get, get behind the scenes and just try I, I always try I was taught to speak, when you speak to people, you speak to them, you speak to the lowest common denominator, okay? I, I just, I, I, I try to make sense of this. And because I'm a Christian and I believe in the God of the Holy Bible, his word says, um, thou shall not kill. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about the God of the Holy Bible, he specifically says, you either, he says in his word, and I don't remember what verse it is now, he says, you either believe sure. in, all of my laws or you believe in none if you violate one you violate them all so let's talk about the the his commandment which i believe is the sixth commandment that says thou shall not kill mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't specifically set forth any exceptions to that so if god my god of the holy bible does not set forth an exception no exception exists for example 
Mm-hmm. Because I want to, uh, let, let's talk about a certain, let's talk about rape. You mentioned rape. Yes, I did. I believe, I believe, Mike, that the most heinous crime that a person can commit in life is forcing themselves upon, upon another person, especially a man and a woman. That to me is the most disgusting act that, that a human being, they're, it's right there with murder. I agree with you. Okay. It's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, even even that, I don't believe that person should be put to death. I don't believe in the death penalty. Now, what I do believe in, if that person is found guilty of raping someone, that person should spend their entire life in prison with no chance of parole. And I believe in hard labor. I don't know how you feel about hard labor. But, you know, prisons nowadays, look, I'll give you an example. My sure. cousin... My cousin, um, her name is Tracy. Mm-hmm. She was one of the victims in the Gainesville murders some years ago. Remember, remember the Gainesville murders? She oh, was, yeah, I remember that. Right, this That's son of a bitch went into the – she was just moving in. Uh, it's just before the, the, the um, semester started. She moved in. This son of a bitch broke in at night, and he killed I – I forget how many uh, students he killed. Um, he beheaded my cousin. Mm. Now, so they found her head on top of, of, of the dresser. This guy spent, I don't, I think it was something like 18 or 20 years in prison before he was put to death. Okay. Mm-hmm. He got a law degree while in prison. He had a color I television set. I was surprised to go ahead. Had a t- color television set. He had all the books that he wanted to read. You know, what kind of, what kind of society do we live in? When someone like him, he was, and he admitted to it, is found guilty of that, admits to that, and and yet is treated that way, where he's allowed to have books and study. What kind of punishment is that? You see, no, in very minor, it's, it's a minimum security prison is probably tougher than that. But go ahead. It's amazing to me. You see, so I don't believe in the death penalty. I don't think. All right, he was put to death. I think if he would have been put to hard labor for the rest of his natural life. That is worse than death. Death, to me. Just to clarify what you're asking me, Ralph. Are you asking me if I'm for the death penalty as a hard labor as opposed to death penalty, or just hard labor? Period. Well, now, now that you mention that, yes. In other words, how do you reconcile? Because if, to me, if if a if a woman decides to have an abortion, they're basically they're basically dictating the death sentence for that child. So you're so uh, so you're saying how could I justify as a supporter of the death penalty supporting oh supporting death no death yeah let's penalty. discuss that let's discuss that because sure, sure go ahead I'm I'm ready for you no 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 it, it's to me sure. it's what go what ahead. are your feelings what are your feelings on 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 uh, for example let's let's talk about rape let's narrow okay. this down to rape because that's a that's okay a okay I, sure what, right I, a, okay. a, a woman is raped yes she's raped. How do you feel yeah. as as far – so it, it, does she have a right to abort that child? No. Okay. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You see? Now, let me ask you something. This might be something – I haven't researched this. Okay. And I should have had a doctor come on to tell us about this. What about mm-hmm. the morning after pill? I don't like it. I haven't said it too much, but 
birth control for different reasons has a lot, so many side effects and becomes an abortive fishes. I'm starting to oppose it more. If I could digress, Ralph, some, to, to, to the death penalty versus, I have a challenge on, death, sure. on my stance of death penalty versus abortion. Do you mind if I touch on that for a second? I want to touch All right, go right, go for it. Too. Go for it. In the national, in the NIV Bible, the national, New International Version, the trend, it says, Thou shalt not murder. The translation in Hebrew is Ratsa. I know the line. The death penalty is, is self-defense against society because for the reasons you mentioned, that's not murdering when you are self-defense, like in war. I'm not going to let someone kill me or kill my family. That's self-defense because once that person is, is, is executed, this is why I can prove it's in terms of crime less than 60 seconds. The average murderer spends eight years in jail probably. I think Alan Dershowitz said eight years ago. It's probably less now. Once you're dead, you can't kill again. Match set point. So one is, is strictly, and I'm going to make a second point about, about the moral position but one is, is trying to save lives by killing somebody one is directly killing the baby and nothing else and and it's everybody out there I, honestly if you cannot tell the difference between jeffrey dahmer and ted bundy on one side and and, and pre-born children on the other side i don't think you have the moral compass that i can even relate to you're talking about mass murderers versus totally innocent unborn children that's like correct that's day and night on steroids so mm -hmm. those that's my position I, I do think we have a different media approach to this issue in public. Let me say what I mean. I don't think we should be talking about it from a biblical point of view because I don't. People, not everybody shares your religion or mine. I, this is, I, I said this during during religious liberty debates and during the uh, other other debates regarding our you know our conservative uh, social stance. There are many people that don't believe in. God, that are pro-life. I mentioned some names. There's others. I, I don't really, I don't have a list, but there are groups. There's many groups out there. Mm -hmm. But there's many people undecided, too, who don't, who libertarians are, some are pro-life, most are probably atheists. I'm not a big fan of the party, but regardless, if you want to change hearts and minds, which has to be done, you can't just say, I'm going to talk about my religion if you don't believe in it. Well, that's not going to change them. Put your Bibles down. You don't need it. You, you need science. Well, my personal religious beliefs are, don't, doesn't really... It's, always, it's, it's my business because I choose to share it, but it's not what dictates law or else I guess I, we do, I deserve the Sabbath on Saturday night. So I, I, I try not to use a religious approach. Actually, I don't use it, but if it's asked to me, I will. So those are my response to those two, to those two events. I do believe death penalty for rape as well. That's, yeah. that's evil. That's Hitlerian evil to rape somebody. That's, yeah. that, that's strong as I can get. And I appreciate your point of view. And let me explain why I, I look at everything from a biblical stand for sure. a point from a religion. I, like I said, I don't believe in religion. We, God gave us, us as human beings, we have something that no other living creature has. that was given to us by God. And that's called free will. So he created us and he gave us free will. So he said, I'm going to allow you to do what you wish, when you wish, how you wish. Now, if you want to live under my banner and you want to someday live in eternity with me, I'm going to give you some guidelines mm -hmm. and I'm going to, I'm going to give you my laws. Now you can, you have the free will to either follow those laws, obey them or not. What are the consequences? Well, we don't know because nobody knows what happens when we die. You see? So mm -hmm. he says, do what you want, say what you want, feel what you want, the whole deal. I'm going to set down certain laws, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, every single one of us, Mike, you, me, and every single person on this earth 
is guided by laws, whether mm-hmm. they are man-made laws, the government, God's laws, their God, whatever. We are guided by certain laws. The question we have to ask ourselves, these laws that govern us, what are the consequences, if any, of disobeying those laws? There are traffic laws. You run a stop mm-hmm. sign, you get a ticket, mm-hmm. you know, you have an accident, you cause, you're drinking, all that kind of stuff. There are consequences. God's consequences, I believe, are eternal. We can go into a whole conversation on this, but let's bring it back to rape. Okay. Okay. He says, thou shall not kill. That's Correct. his law. Now, man in his infinite wisdom has chosen to make exceptions to that law. You well, heard my point, but go ahead. You heard my said, but go ahead. Yeah, of course. But but this Murder, is the way I look at it. So, Hebrew verse, but go ahead. Yeah. It, so to me, it's like, okay, thou shall not kill unless you're defending yourself unless and so man comes up with all these exceptions because they have free will to do so and god says that's okay you can come up with these but just understand something if you're violating my commandment that's on you and someday you will pay the consequences okay so we could get into an extended and by the way i agree with everything you're saying (laughs) because you and go ahead sorry I, I just approach things from from a different point of view because I approach yes. it from a it's not better or worse, it's different, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It works for Ralph, it works for Mike. We have different. So, so let me. All right, so let me just ask you point blank. So, sure. Condense for me. Just give me a, 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 the Cliff Notes version of a woman is raped. Mm-hmm. All right. Does that give, in your opinion, does that give the woman a right to abort that baby, or other there are there other means that she can use to avoid the abortion? She's raped. She's raped on Tuesday night. Yes. Okay. Explain yourself. So, yeah, first of all, no, uh, these no exception for rapes. Uh, for the reason I'm gonna, I do want to say something. I said in case someone you know sees the because repetition is learning. Mm-hmm. Rape is as heinous a crime as they get. Yes. However, I would never minimize it. If you put a gun on my head, I wouldn't minimize it. Like, luckily, that's not going to happen. However, if we're talking about the, the humanity of the unborn child. Who the father is, whether it's whether it's Ellie Wiesel or Albert Einstein or, or or a rapist, is is just as valuable. So if you so I, not only am I being consistent, I'm being humane, and, and and I challenge anybody to tell me any evidence, and this wouldn't justify anything if you did that a, that killing your innocent child from the rapist will even subside the trauma. There's none. So, and then, by the way, the rapist doesn't get the punishment the baby gets. That doesn't make it right or wrong, but it's something right. I think people should hold value. Right. right. So, and by the way, how does she stop getting an abortion? Oh, well, let me just get, let me give you, there's crisis. I want everybody to Google this. Google this. I don't, you know, I don't, I have all the, I don't, abortion alternatives. There's, there's, it's not, and this is something I'm glad you, we indirectly touched on, Ralph. It's not just abortion or adoption. The third op, the third option is the best option. Remember I told you being in the show, I hosted some pregnancy center meetings. Well, yes. I know people who are very, very active in them. I have some friends who are. I don't mention people's names publicly, but they're really, they're really invaluable because there's, that's a third choice. They clothe these women, they give them food, they shelter them. And after they're done, they still take care of them. By the way, any idiot, you're an idiot if you say that old pro-lifers only care about people 
until they're born because these people take care of them afterwards when Planned mm -hmm. Parenthood doesn't do anything like that or any anybody but them, any medical facility is neutral. Mm -hmm. But having said that, the, the grandparents have raised kids based on that. I At these meetings I've been to, it's, it's under a different name now. I think it's Heart, Heartbeat of Miami now was first choice back then. Women hugged many and they had testimonies. Thank you for saving my child. And in rape, there, you know, I, I'm just saying there's two back to this. Pearl Bailey was a late actress, a late singer. She was on Silver Spoons when I was a kid. I don't remember that show, but that's different. I love that program from my memories. But Ryan Bomberger of the Radiance Foundation and Rebecca Keesley, who was a guest on my show called Save the 1%, were born in cases of rape. Their mothers chose life, so they did it, and many other people have done it. So, I mean, to say that they, um, their lives are no less valuable out of the womb or in the womb, that's my answer. Well, you know, I did a lot of divorces um, mm -hmm. when I was practicing law. And, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you, I have such immense respect. I've been married for 45 years. Mm -hmm. And, so, Mike, I've been married. And, I, and I'm not just saying this publicly. Everybody that knows me personally knows how I feel about this. I, I'm married. God has blessed me with the most wonderful woman partner that I could ever have. Now, when, when we married, she had three kids from her first marriage, which she was abused. And I had two kids from my first marriage. So we got together. We had five kids. But she is um, watching her throughout the years raise these five children. Mm -hmm. I, the, and, and all the divorces that I've done, I have such respect for motherhood. Mm -hmm. To me... There's no way any man could, could even imagine what a mother feels for their child. The things that our mothers are willing to do. So when a mother has a child inside of them for nine months, eating away at them, mm -hmm. you see, to me, how a woman, regardless of how that child came to be, how mm -hmm. a woman could even think about killing that child, to me, is unfathomable. I can't even imagine that. It is. I want to say. I want to say something about that. I don't agree with a lot of pro-lifers on one thing. I, I'm not getting into punishments. I that's for the courts to decide. But I don't think these women are necessarily victims. Most of them. Some are coerced into it. But a lot of abortions are repeat abortions. And there's a group. By when now there's a group that yells shout your abortions. I hardly consider those people victims. They're using it for birth control. Mm. Every case is an individual. Ralph, I want to talk about something else, if I may. Sure. And debunk some analogies that I, I debated, you know, that I debated with pro abortions. They give these constantly. I wanted to debunk them, if I may. Sure. They say an acorn is not a tree, and a and um and a blueprint for a house is not a house. So therefore, the the um unborn child is not preborn child is not a person. Faulty analogies, very faulty, and I will tell yeah. you why. The, the, the sperm is equivalent to the acorn because nothing is grown yet. It's common sense. And I, I'm not against, I'm, I don't say, and I'm not saying birth control is murder. I just have problems with it. I, just to clarify that. When, once that, and blueprint is not a house because it's not been built yet. That's the sperm, that's the sperm cell. Once that blueprint, once that, that acorn grows, it is a tree and, and get the hell off it if you're on it. And once that house is being built, don't you destroy that. You're in prison for destroying property. So I just I just debunk some some really faulty analogies that they slip by, and I will just 
And I, by oh. the way, I'm go ahead. Sorry, and, I, and, I, and I'm sick of these really ridiculous points. It's, it's all based on lies and lies and emotion that really has no bearing in reality. The pro, the pro, the pro death side of uh, the anti life side and the incrementalist side too. Well, Mike, th- as humans, this is the way we operate. We all have we set a goal in our mind, mm-hmm. any goal, and then we what you know. It doesn't matter what we have to do to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't understand these women that go out and they have sex with everybody. I mean, they just, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tell you about that. It's, it's, it's a great point, Ralph, and very pertinent. It's about consequences, legal consequences. Remember, yeah. a lot of these women don't believe in the God you and I believe in. Some do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they believe, but some don't. Mm-hmm. don't know some do. And some are a little cafeteria. I seem to be the majority of people in general, but regardless. If there is no punishment, if this, yeah, I'll drive you to the clinic, why wouldn't they stop if they don't have the morals we do? I agree. If you are, and I, I, I don't know what the punishment should be for any woman, but I, I don't think they should go scot-free. I, it's not the same as a doctor, but if a woman keeps doing it and doing it, I think there should be some penalty. I don't know what it should be, and I'm not going to yeah. and I'm not gonna mow it too long, uh, even on my private time, but hopefully we get to the point where abortion is, in, where is illegal and unthinkable, and how they could do that. And something else I want to bring up, this is very, very crucial in the pro-life debate, chemical abortions. Okay, chemical abortions are, you know, the RU486. I remember this was debated in the 80s. I was, oh, I remember the pro-life side, which was had a great leader. I don't know if uh, you remember B1 Bob Dorn in the pro-life, and he called the French death pill. And I was, I was young pro-lifer hoping he would succeed. Now it's, they lied to the FDA. Lied about this. Clinton, President Bill Clinton, in one of the most disgraceful moments of his presidency, approved of it. And not only are about about forty five percent of abortions done chemically, they're regulatable. I think you have to jack up the laws, but it's very hard. But here's the thing: people don't know is that it starves a baby to death. It's a very cruel form of abortion, and according to Medicaid, ER visits relating to abortion went up up over one hundred and fifty percent. And, and these same people, I'm going to talk about back, the so-called back alley abortion lie by the abortionists in a second, but if women are doing this on their own, this is the ultimate back alley abortion case. Now I want to talk about that, something that, that all oh, pro-abortionists, if I had a dollar, for, if you had a dollar, Ralph, we, either one of us, every time an anti-life person says women will do it anyways in the back alley, I'd give half my money to, to, to charity. But let me just debunk that argument. You've heard, you guys have heard all there, and Ralph, you've heard it say women will do the back alleys by the thousands. That statistic is not only exaggerated, it was admitted to be made up. You remember Bernard Nathanson from the Silent Scream who was, he argued for Roe, he was on the, he was on the dark side. And he was a, he was a founder, he was the head of a biggest abortion clinic. He went from the pro-abortion side to the pro-life side. And they asked him then, he had a, it was a movie called Roe versus Wade. It wasn't very well known. Jody Lawrence did a really good job. And it was, it was a good movie, not, it was a good movie. But they asked him later, it wasn't in the movie, just identifying what I'm talking about. Where did you get that statistic of 100,000 a year? He said, I made it up. The year before abortion was illegal, no, when 23 states, states had it legal, very, not even a hundred were reported. There were more, but it wasn't nearly that. So it's an exaggerated statistic and a lie. And also, nobody with all with all the resources today, I think it's a little different than it was in nineteen seventy three. I think it was 
Hey, I was, you know, the world was different, even though I was two then. I know that much. I was aware no it was a different world. All right. So, you know, just to summarize, I mean, we, we could have an extended conversation. That's a fascinating I, 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 I go all day about this. Yeah. 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 And, and I love the way you think. Uh, I love the way you, mm-hmm. you come across and you talk about this. I can see this as something that you really feel passionate about. Thank you. As I do. Um, you know, anybody that, that respects life in any way probably feels like you do. There might be some nuances and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your feeling, Mike? Uh, you know, this argument about right to privacy. Mm-hmm. These people that say, well, it's my body. Because I know at the beginning you touched the, I, I I want you to expand a little bit about that because at the beginning you sure. talked about right to privacy. I, I talk about both, right to privacy and the Live about bodily. Right. Sure, go ahead. Go ahead Rob. No, but expand a little bit on the right to privacy. What is sure. the argument? The argument is because they say this is what they say. I'm going to tell the lie from the, you know, to the true second. Because of a constitutional right to privacy, the woman can do what she wants with her reproductive rights in her body. The truth about both, and we'll, we'll, we'll actually the right to privacy is not in the Constitution. It's like. And I, I wouldn't even challenge – if anybody can show me where it is, you'll be bored all day because you won't find it. And you'll be frustrated all day because it's not written there. This is – before 1965, no one ever talked about this because there was a case. Griswold versus Connecticut. You're an attorney. You're familiar with the audience. In 1965, this was created by the court in a birth control case. And they use it as a excuse to kill babies in the womb and argue for constitutional right to privacy. Um, and I mentioned the body argument. I, I, I think pro-lifers argue this wrong. So I, I want to tell you where this is where I think they're spreading them. If they spread, I think my argument is stronger. It doesn't mean it's better or worse. It's just, I think it's better actually. Yes. But they will say it's another body, not the woman's body. Technically that's a little weaker than I think. I think there's a more cutthroat approach to this. That I've never heard anyone refute me in my life. As, if you're going to say a woman can do what she wants to her body, then I, you have to you have to say the speedball cocaine heroin should be legal, and take away the seatbelt. That's the biggest thing. Right. I mean, forty nine states and DC prostitution is illegal. And by the way, streaking is illegal. That's not doesn't affect anybody's body but your own. And you're affecting another body. Everything should be illegal. There's laws against smoking in in hospitals in where, where they can affect other patients. So I just debunk the right to privacy myth, and I debunk the right to bodily autonomy myth. And, you know, whether it's part of the woman's body, that's, that can be debated. You cannot debate that that's a, that I can't do what I want my body either. By the way, I don't want to do what I want my body because I, I don't take drugs. And I don't, I don't, and I don't, I surely don't hurt other people. I have better things to do than that. Yeah. Well, you know, this right, that argument that you came up with, that, that these people come up with all the time, the, the you know, and, and, and your counter argument, well, listen, you know, what about seatbelts and, and, and all the, all these, these counter arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, they, they just make no sense because if you want to ingest drugs, if you want to ingest alcohol, if you don't want to put on a seatbelt, the harm is yours. You are harming yourself. You're putting yourself in harm's way in some way. But what, mm-hmm. if once you have a baby inside of you, once, once that, there's conception, then all of a sudden now you're dictating terms for another human being. You're right, but you're right or wrong at the same time about your okay. logic. I'll tell you what okay. I mean. You're right about, of course, your dictating terms for another human being. 
but that makes it stronger. But even if they're, but but just the, the line alone, I can do what I want my body. No, you can't. That's not my opinion. The, if it's in law, that's a fact. I mean, that's there have been anti-body laws for years, so right. it's worse than the effect in other body. But I'm not going to say you're right because you're not. And I think that if more, I, I don't know, I haven't heard people argue this. I a few, but I mean, F- Father Frank Pavone, who will always be Father Frank Pavone in my mind, did make this point on my show. I wish more people would make it because when I made it against Gloria Allred, when I, she had her on my show, you know, the top feminist attorney who really came out thinking, who is this guy? She didn't know what to say. And I want to mention one other argument I, I, I really use, because this happens too often. I hear, do you, don't you hear a lot of people say, who are you? You're a man. And the woman, it's a woman's issue. You've heard that, right? I have. Okay, if anybody says that, I want to ask you a question. I want you to just answer it honestly. Not not you, but I know you're a pro, <laughs> you're, you're, on, you're on the Jedi team. Um, I'm going to mention two, pro, two, two men and two women. I'm asking whose views should count. On the men's side, Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo, both very staunchly pro-abortion throughout. On the female side, you've Kristen Hawkins and Lila Rose, strongly pro-life. I mentioned two men, two women. If you're going to be consistent, you got to say the men's views, the women's views should count on this issue, and you're not going to do that because you are hypocrites. And I, I challenge you to, to just just admit to your you're lying, and that has nothing to do with it. I, I match that point. I I, I think it, Lila, everybody's opinion matters because we're talking about human rights issue. And if it's and by the way, aren't these same people say men get pregnant? Separate issue. I did get a little sidetracked. Just a little, little dig at the mm. at the left wing there, but. I made my point. Yeah, and I agree with you. But, you know, as far as opinions matter, I believe an opinion matters if it affects only you. When your opinion affects other people, then that's another argument. Well, uh, I, well I got to challenge you, Ralph. You might, okay, go, 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 go ahead. Well, well, the, the, well are you saying then that the we should legalize every drug in the book? or Absolutely we not. Should, um, what? Absolutely not. Do you agree with me? I'm, I'm, we're saying the same thing, I think. No, yeah, we're saying the same thing. See, th- yeah. this is this is where now we get off into a tangent because this is this is why a government today is so out of control. These people, they they pass law. They have no. I I don't believe a single word that comes out of any politician's mouth. Uh, Mike, not a single. Word that comes well, out. Well, if they say I'm guilty, then not, then we go ahead. Sorry, you know what I'm saying. So these people, first of all, they pass laws and they're not held accountable to the same laws as we are. Correct. Okay. Right. So right. to me, yeah, it 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 just doesn't. It if I have an opinion about something because it, look, everybody has an opinion. Sure. Everybody has an opinion, and and that's okay. But opinions are are there's a difference between an opinion and advice and a law. Mm-hmm. I have an opinion. You can either accept it or not. That's up to you. I can give you advice. You can either take it or not. However, if if I am in a position to pass a law and you Mm -hmm. decide to violate that law, you should be held accountable for that. Now, the question is, you see what I'm saying? So there's a huge difference. For example, I was brought up in a a way where my dad said, listen to me, (laughs) this is the law of this house. (laughs) And if you violate this law, you know, there are consequences. You see what I'm saying? And this issue about abortion and all these issues that we're facing now as a society, I believe that mo- if not all of them, most of them are self-imposed by those morons 
that we've elected to, to, to pass the laws. You see? You're two-thirds correct. I'll tell you what I mean. President, you're right. Congress, you're right. Supreme Court, we don't elect. So, mm-hmm. And this is the major point. You know, though they should, apparently they did this well in this case. I'm not, you know, the Supreme Court, unlike the other two branches, is directly related because this is how Roe v. This is how the, the Dobbs versus Jackson overturn Roe versus Wade. And, and um, in January, June 24th, you all remember where we were last year. It was a, right. I let that cheer, I think, like when John Elway won or, or Joe Montana or Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Is that exciting? But they are not there to even serve the public. They're there to interpret the Constitution. You had the arguments and went to court. I mean, Clarence, I mean, Lynn Fitch, who was the Attorney General of Mississippi, and Clarence Thomas, and even Marjorie Den- Dennisfeller of SBA Pro Life America, Chris Hoffman, they made brilliant cases, Sam Alito. And so it was done, and it's decided. So you're right. So I'm, I know I have to get technical, but this is a technical issue. This is not just let's just have a little fun. People, we have an opponent that is very well organized. I don't, I think mm-hmm. we, would be better organized if we stopped if we stopped playing the half a loaf garbage game and thinking. T- I mean, I mean, it's a fifteen. Uh, I mean, honestly, a twenty-week ban is ninety-five percent of abortions still happening. That's a step. Of, that's a step of a midget, not even a pygmy. All abortions should be banned because every if every abortion. I mean, every abortion take, kills a human being. I already told you about the about, about my view, and um, so at conception. Or the last minute, as Shakespeare would say, murdering an unborn child under any other name, I call it a preborn child, that's a better term, mm-hmm. is still murdering a preborn child. And I, I'm very disappointed right. in our legislature that we that they haven't gone the whole mile. I think they're, I, I'm not going to guess why I've given up on a lot of things that they've done. I think they, I, I mean, I, it's better than nothing, I got to say, the heartbeat bill, but oh, they should go so much further. I mean, if Ronald Reagan would sell for heartbeat bill, there'd be a Soviet Union. Yeah, but they won't. They won't, uh, Mike, because that's no, just not they, the way. They won't because because for many reasons that's a different show. But they're, they're exactly. not as courageous as I'd like them to be. I mean, of course not. You know, but when Anthony Sabatini, who, by the way, on HumanLifeFL.com, the site I gave, he, myself, Anthony Sabatini, Mike Lindell, Mike Huffman, many other people endorsed this, wrote statements of support. Sabatini, you know, was all for this. And Mike Huckabee. Who I, I like, you know, who I like. When he ran for president, and he spoke at he he spoke actually at in 2012 RNC convention. They said it was the best speech since '64's time for choosing a Reagan. Spoke for Goldwater. He said this is this is this should not be a state by state issue. It should be a federal issue. If he was president, he'd ban it. I'll tell you why he's right. Wasn't slavery a state by state issue? Didn't go well. I am not resting. It's 37 years is not enough. Unless we have a constitutional amendment protecting all pre-born life, I'm not resting. I'm still not going to rest because we have to fight chemical abortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even with a constitutional amendment, they will fight that tooth and nail. Um, Once it's there, it's hard to repeal. Only prohibition yeah. is there to repeal. Once it's there, it's very hard to repeal. It's yeah, but it's hard. still prevalent in people's – it's just like this: the freedom of speech now with social media – uh, the 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 gun gun right you know the Second Amendment the right to bear arms these people will attack anything. And- well, yeah, you you are correct, but there's a fallacy in what you're saying. More than the Second the Second Amendment has saved this republic. Period. Sure. Period. So if we have a pro life amendment, the Second Amendment is better than not having them. Yeah. And the First Amendment has been twisted very much, but without it, 
we'd be in prison right now. You know, it's like in California under the People's Republic of California, you can't speak out against the against the, against the climate fraud, or you go to jail. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a little off topic, but you understand what I'm saying. That would I know, be I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, Mike, this has been a tremendously uh, enlightening conversation. I love it. I think we should Thank follow you. up on this. Um, and, and by the way, Mike is a continuing guest on You and the Truth, and we're going to have mm-hmm. bring him back. He is so knowledgeable in so many subjects. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Mike. And what I love about you is that, you know, you and I, basically, we, we feel the same way. We just approach it from different, uh, you know, different sure. avenues. That just um, makes it so fun. Two different yeah, and that's that's what makes it. We all the same thing. It'll be as boring as hearing, as hearing um most as hearing as hearing that anyone from Planned Parenthood or Joe Biden or uh, even Cory Booker speak or especially Kamala Harris cure for insomnia there. Yeah, please don't 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 ruin my night. Don't talk about that lady. I, I'm just. I know who you're talking about who. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good God Almighty! What a disgusting. Don't even go there. Mike, it's been a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Essen, uh, South Florida's conservative voice, uh, host of the Mike Essen uh, radio uh, show. Uh, if you get a chance, I know you stepped away from the mic for a while. You had some issues. I'm high this. We never, we never know in life. God yeah. Uh, about that, are you back now, by the way? There, yeah. Are you back now or are you still? No, no, I'm not. But okay. I don't know the future about that, but I'm taking a kind of a long break for yeah, many yeah. reasons. But, no, no, I, mean, I understand. but it's hard. You can't get rid of me that easily. I was actually, if I could just do a little shameless plug. Absolutely. I was on a show recently with my friend Jerry Newcomb a, from DJ James Kenny Ministries. And if he's saying he wants to listen, go to, you know, Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y-N-E-W-C-O-M-B-E.com. I did show why Christians and us as Jews should should appreciate our best friends, you and the Christian community, Ralph. And you'll hear more about other views of mine. I'm actually, I'm not on that show often, but I've been on it twice, but it's, you can't get rid of me that easily. Yeah. And I listened to that and it was, it, you were fantastic. The whole show. I, I like Jerry Newcomb. Um, he's a good man. He's a good man. Um, it, it, you know, but Mike, we hope you come back soon. Cause I will listen. This is a battle. This battle for life is something that is so prevalent in today's society because all the crap that's going on. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's voices like you that, what you know, we need to listen to, to just, you give us hope. There, there's hope. And, that's and great, now, hon, you know, sure. I want to say something else. You know, I have, of course, one of the things I have a lot, I have, I have a lot of conservative fans on my show, progressive mm-hmm. ones secretly though, regardless, some say, why do you have, you know, people disagree with you? I think it's, I think it's a ridiculous point. If I, I, I debated, it's not just all right. I've debated many people, very silver others on this issue. To confront the enemy, you have to expose them head on or else they're going to keep going. I've debated a black, you remember Black Lives Matter guests? I had a, I've debated um, gun control. I've debated, you name the topic. I debated an atheist on the existence of God. Dan Barker, who's <laughs> nice guy. He's debated the Nessus News eight times and me once. So if you don't, they're going to keep ranting. I think if you have a skill debater like myself, bring it on. Yeah, and that and that's why I, I hope you decide to come back. Um, you know, because voices like like yours have has to be heard. There has we we need to counteract these people. That's 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 the deal with these people. They 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 try to take over everything. They scream so loudly that you know nobody hears the opposing voices because that's the way they operate. They will mm-hmm. do and it goes back to that point that I made. They have a goal. 
and that their goal is to destroy this country and they will do anything. They will leave no stone unturned. They will maim. They will kill. They will do whatever. Whoever gets in their way, they don't care. And and who was it that said evil um, evil wins when good men do nothing? Was it, I think it was Roosevelt. I think it was. I think it was FDR. Tell you Roosevelt. FDR. Really sure, evil prevails when good men yeah. do nothing. You see, um, and voices like yours need to be heard. Because if you if if Mike you can change one person's uh, view mm-hmm. uh, to your side, you've done your job. You see, absolutely. And um, by the way, one just a very quick point: when people say that people never change their mind on abortion, let me mention two names of people who have: Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. Case closed. <laughs> yeah, I believe I that you remember they used to be on the dark side. They're now they're one's dead now, but ones they both were very strong pro life presidents. Yeah. They they were on the other side completely. So it's not just them; it's many other people. Well, then so, you know the question is: Well, why did they change their mind? And they changed their mind probably because they heard something from someone that triggered something that rang that bell that made them change their mind. It just didn't happen overnight. Well, you're absolutely right. In fact, many people who are pro-life leaders or pro-abortion, like Gabby Johnson, Dr. Anthony Levitino, and Levitt, I can't say his name well, but were former pro Alveda King, or I don't know, or people like um, former Planned Parenthood workers. There's many of. I mean, there's many of them. I know. So the list is endless. So we have to protect every life from legally and socially, from conception to the womb to the tomb, and remember, and remember. Um, Fight for all life, all preborn life in the womb, and don't be a don't be a don't be a p- passive pansy about it. Go go hold on yards. Yeah, and Mike, I'll close with this: if, if these people that are pro-abortion, if if they ever held a newborn baby fresh out of the womb in their arms, a lot of them would change their mind because it is the most beautiful thing. I've, I've been blessed enough to, to have gone through that many times and it is the most beautiful feeling in the world. And for them to profess to kill something like that, it makes me sick to my stomach. But then again, you know, I, I, I just, I, I believe all life is precious. So Mike, my friend, um, I appreciate you, man. I love you. I, I, I love to hear you speak and you're so passionate about what you do. And, Listen, I hope you get better soon. You feel better and you, you bring back the Mike Essen show because you are a breath of fresh air and people need to listen to you, Mike. You have been given a gift by God. I'm honored and humbled to not only be in your show, but hear those kind words from me. And you don't say that about everybody. So oh, I I'm hearing, hearing from you is an honor. And by the way, my best topic, which I will be back on eventually, I'll, I won't give it, is movies. That's my number one passion. I know. I know. I'm better in movies than I am on politics. Not that there needs to be comparison. That's my number one topic. So in case you hear me talk about movies, I'm not just someone who says it's good or it's bad. Letting you know that. And that's a hell of a thing to say because you're so well versed and so knowledgeable on so many subjects. And I have discussed, I've heard your show with Tom Gatons regarding movies. And and you and I, I think we we did an episode some time ago on movies. Mm -hmm. So if, if that's your, if, if, if that's your best subject, um, that's your most knowledgeable subject. I'll tell you, Mm -hmm. Uh, the everything else you bring to the table is just unbelievable, Mike. And, and we hope You're you come back soon. Help. Thank you. No, I, I'm it, listen. I don't blow smoke. Uh, I, or I don't. You know, this is this is the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. We need voices like you, Mike. We really do. Uh, with Thank that you, said, Ralph. my friend, I, pre- I 
I appreciate your time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you like what you heard, the, the email is right down there. Send us an email if you want to, you know, have something to say to us. Address to Mike. I'll make sure Mike gets it, and he'll respond to you. And and just remember that when you tune into our show, you're going to get the truth. We're going to put you face to face with the truth. Now, what you do with it is up to you. We'll see you next time. Take care. You have just come face to face with the truth. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and hit that bell so you will be notified when we drop new episodes.